little girls. This seems to say. But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And today we are not going to review A Star Is Gone. Oh. As it will be Some by the time we get round to it. have lives. Yes. Yes, I do. Work. And I then everything else I have that two I do children at home. Three, including okay. John. <laughs> it's very uh, hard <laughs> to manage it all. Okay. Imagine when I actually... Dogs are not your children. <laughs> they are just as okay, difficult to deal are. with. I know that. I, yeah. do, I do well believe that I've met them. Yeah. And I think you're, you're a very good parent. I am excellent. To have not killed them yeah. at this stage. Oh, you've no idea. I have so much to tell you later. I've killed one of my dogs. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Widows. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of killing. <laughs> is what we've both been to see yeah. in the meantime. Uh, I went to see it yesterday in the lighthouse in the same cinema I saw Star is Born. Oh, that's just going to keep coming up. Of course it is. I said in Dundrum where I might have seen a star as well. Yeah, I still might see a star as well. Might just happen. Yeah. Probably won't. I'll probably see it in the audience, Lorgan. It'll probably be the next remake (laughs) if you get to see it. Probably be me starring (laughs) in it. Our version of a star is born. born. (laughs) Right. Okay. Oh, well, you see, it would have been a perfect segue if it was a star is born because a star has been born. Me? No, me. Oh, he's going on about his play. I mean, it's just get over it. Yeah, Mick. we will be sharing the link on how to listen to you know my what? Play you're online. just like Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Tim is the main character of Mick's play. You'd know what There's we're talking. There's a ta- clue. <laughs> Sorry, I'm here promoting oh, you, and you interrupt me. I know. I can't help myself. <laughs> you know what we would be talking about if you listen to his play. You still can if you've missed it. There is a link somewhere in the world. <laughs> <laughs> if you add Mick on Facebook, let's get everyone to add you on Facebook. No, I just love that you <laughs> raise your hand around. It's somewhere in the world. Let's get everyone to add Mick on Facebook. For every person who who adds him, I will donate 50 cents <laughs> <laughs> to Mick. <laughs> no and then I give it all back. Yeah. So, <laughs> three months from now, we've got to one euro. <laughs> it was John and my mom. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, the, just look onto Google if you are interested in listening to it. My brother Tim, and if you can't find, just put by McJordan. Um, not the basketball player. No, that's why I'm called Mick Jordan to avoid confusion because he was complaining. He was getting yeah, complaints. but it's it's in there. Like it was on the RT thing. It said Michael Jordan, so people might think, "Ooh, the basketball player has got no, into it poetry didn't. It's now." Mick no, on my app that I had from RT, all right, it said a play by Mal- Michael Jordan. Okay, well, I'll have to look into that. I don't know how Ooh. that happened. Okay, I'll have to lodge complaints with them. I couldn't care less. Yeah. <laughs> People are looking for Michael Jordan. Great, <laughs> they find me. Who's the white So dude? anyway. Now, the widows. Yes. <laughs> three minutes in. Um, well, Marina, what did you think? Did you enjoy it? I actually really, really did. Now, I know some people were saying that it's very... 
I wouldn't, it's not degrading, but someone said that it's in a way sexist. Now, here we go with this. No, because <laughs> no, it, uh, of men. it's uh, yeah, but it's it, it, it's things like like John said to me, why didn't she just leave it? <laughs> why did she have to go and finish the job or whatever? And I was like, I kind of get your point. Or she, she just couldn't just give the notebook away and just say, yeah, here you go. Just don't bother me, please. <laughs> Couldn't care less, but then there wouldn't be a film. Um, well, yeah, but also, I mean, the whole point was she wasn't going to get much for the notebook. Like to just to recap for listeners out there. Yeah, but she was going to give she was going to give the notebook to those people who wanted money from her. Yeah, but the, but at the same time, the people who wanted money from her, I think they said they weren't interested in the notebook. Certainly, they weren't going to give her enough for the notebook. Yeah, okay. I mean, he was asking her basically the premise of the story. Viola Davis is married to Liam Neeson who pretty much at the start gets killed he's a criminal Which a leader of criminal oh, yeah, gang go on, go on. and they all get killed and these are their widows join forces to do one last job based on a notebook that Liam Neeson left behind and what Marine's pointing out is that um, the widow could have sold the notebook and just ended the film and cleared all her debts but instead she decided to do the job yeah now, um, Where's the sexist come into it? No, because people said it, it, it was kind of like, oh, they're just trying to make a heist film for the sake of making one just for women, basically. Really? And it, yeah, some people were saying that. I think some reviews were saying that. Now, we loved it. I actually really, really enjoyed it because I think Viola Davis is... Oh, she's brilliant. Unreal in everything. Yeah. She oh, is yeah. just, to me, she's like a goddess. You go and see a film because she's in it. Because she's like, in it. And not yeah. just because to see, you just know it's good and like, she's going to be good. I it. watched, um, I love... There's a uh, here's a recommendation for me. There's a YouTube channel called uh, Script to Screen, I think, and it's literally they show the scene and the script underneath being scrolled, oh, so right. you can see them saying the lines as you read the script. Okay. And I saw that they have this scene of her in Fences. Have you seen Fences? Not yet. No. With Denzel Washington, where she finds something out that Denzel Washington did, and she freaks out and. She is just like I looked at her and I felt like saying, "Can I use that speech whenever I want something?" Because it was just—it's her acting is so unreal. And even in roles like this, where you know you're not supposed to take it too seriously, if you get me, like it is a high film where like it's different from a dramatic part. Yeah. Where this is more of an entertaining part, not comedy, but you know, um, she's still fantastic. She still makes it look like oh, she's so powerful. Mm. She's just this. I just love her. Yeah. <laughs> I just I have no other words. I, I'm obsessed with Viola Davis, and I think she was brilliant. And I love the ethnically diverse cast <laughs> that they always have to put when it comes to women. <laughs> well, I well again, it's there is that, but I will point out that it's just they're great character actors themselves. Like Viola Davis is just right for that role, and so is Michelle Rodriguez. And even the other girl as well, because if you think about it, the those people who would have to gone through that, like Viola Davis is really is actually a rich woman in this film. She is well off. Yeah. Um, And if you think about it, Michelle Rodriguez and the other girl, they are immigrants. So they and in that situation, normally in America, they wouldn't be as good with money as the other one would. So I can yeah. understand why they would want to participate in the thing and why they are foreigners. So I, I get that whole minor, but it's always the way. There's a Polish girl, there's a Mexican <laughs> but she's girl. Not, but is she actually that Polish? Is kind of I color. think, isn't she? Her grandparents are Polish. Her mother was Polish. I thought she said her grandmother was Polish when she tries to buy the guns. 
No, but I think her mother is Polish. Okay. The actress is Australian, but anyway. Well, yeah. Madness. Uh, yeah. Mental. But just to get back, when people are saying, oh, they have to make this sophisticated, they have to throw it out, a token thing for will for women. I suppose they're just saying like with Ghostbusters and things like that, the whole lot. This is a remake of a 1983 television series. That was women as well? Yeah. Oh, it's of called course, Widows. Widows, yeah. Exactly. And it was written by a woman. I remember it. And it was, a, it was a miniseries, six part miniseries, and it's exactly the same story. Do you it's say, do you, sorry, do you say widow for a man as well? No, widower. Widower. Okay. No, but, I'm just wondering. And what I mean, like in 1983, that would have been extraordinary. Like the, the fact that a violent thriller caper movie that's headed by women, a women, a gang of women, was very unusual then. It still is now. Like clearly, it is an, an unusual thing. Yeah. But and the whole concept is that these are women whose who are whose husbands were the criminals, and they just lived off it. Yeah. Or well, in some way, and now they are going to, to go into the man's world. Effectively. Yeah. But it's still. Like if they turn around and say that's very sexist, it's like saying, "Yeah, women are just as entitled to be criminals as men." Stop. Yeah, no, I know exactly. No, I I hate yeah. that. I hate that everything now is a reason to question everything. Like they're trying yeah. to find like sexism and racism and homophobia and every single they are they're looking for it now. Yeah. Whether you can't just let things be, like they chose the woman cast to do this thing, which is based on. Whatever. Whatever you said. The television series. And why can't you just let it be? It was great. They were great actresses. Mm-hmm. Did a great job. And, you know, men screw up. <laughs> and we have to clean up after you guys. Oh, my God. No, no, I'm joking. Cleaning. No, not clean up, but we have to then sort your fucking problems. Oh, I blame the mothers. Okay. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> Sorry, I just go on and on. You do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's I like I really loved it, and I loved um, Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya, Kaluuya, the yeah, Get Out actor. Oh, he's him. brilliant, and I'm so happy he's getting different kinds of roles. Yeah, he was really frightening in this. Yeah, so threatening right from the start. But yeah, he's sympathetic in Get Out. Oh yeah, no, and, I mean, I've, and he's sympathetic, like, but he does look in this. I was actually thinking, like, obviously, I recognised him from Get Out, but I said because he was so evil yeah. in this, there's just you can't imagine playing anything else. Yeah, that's what he just came across as. He just looks it. Yeah, and I said, but that never struck me in Get Out, where he was the vulnerable guy. So yeah. he is a very good actor. He's fantastic, and I really, really liked him. Um, so we love all the black actors yes. in this film basically. and we love that as they the have, yeah and the two Irishmen they have in the film Woo-hoo. yes <laughs> very diverse film isn't Absolutely. it <laughs> not a single American among them yeah, <laughs> yeah because no. Daniel Kaluuya is British right oh yeah he is he's, he's English yeah um, well so the only American they had in there is Viola uh, Davis <laughs> anyway uh, yes, I would agree with most of what you said. I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. Yeah. It was, and I was wary going in because it's two hours ten minutes, and I said I sort of know where's the whole plot anyway. I can't really remember seeing the series, but I just knew the concept. This was basically Widows doing a heist, but I really got into it. Yeah. I thought the characters were so entertaining and yeah. interesting, and then when they were doing the heist details, like when they scope out the house, you know, when Viola Davis goes in. And she has a meeting and she's checking everything out and then they're yeah. outside. And the music going along as well, real tense. And it's what I loved about it, I really noticed it, is the music is going nowhere. It's a loop. It's like the same thing over and over again to add to the tension, the tension, the tension. And then when they're actually doing the heist, there's that, it's all there again as well. 
and it was really gripping stuff like you really got into yeah. it so um, yeah I, I, felt, I, I really I really really enjoyed it John enjoyed it but he said and this is what annoys me about general audiences um, my <laughs> general audience general audience yeah no my, my husband is part of that um, group Okay, he's he's not one of us elite people. No, who actually he's not one of us. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean people who just expect films to be all the same. Like it's that kind of um, people who like to be entertained. Yeah. No, no, That's... no, no. It's not that. What? Not what I mean. Like for example, people who just expect films to follow a um, like a, a standard, basically mm-hmm. a template. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. But there weren't really like car chases or what was it? Um, there were some major explosions. Yeah, but he's he's like, yeah, it didn't really pick up or whatever. I was like, this is not Tarantino type film, John. This is not like Michael Bay or whatever. You're not going to see these tropes. Yeah, like it's women are much more sophisticated <laughs> than men. <laughs> No. Well, I no, but what I mean is not every film needs to be like that and I felt this film was perfect without that because it, or else it'll mm. just be the same old same old they have to put a car chase with a bang and explosions and this and that and all of that and I'm sure there was a, a couple of scenes of like kind of car chase which was the with Daniel Kaluuya yeah. and that was a brilliant one yes. because you did not see that coming nope <laughs> It's not that, that's what I would say with all even explosions at the start. Yeah. Didn't see them come. Well, I'm now telling them there are explosions at the start, but the repercussions of them you didn't yeah. see coming. A yeah. lot of it, it's v- a lot of cliches are in there, but they're very well hidden. Yeah, you well, don't you don't them expect them. You yeah. see, they're not things that you know they're setting it up and you know it's coming. Yeah, like someone you know they're robbing something and then someone comes in, and or or they're robbing something and then the police are after them and you know there's going to be a car chase. Yeah. it's not like that. It's completely out of the blue situations which I thought was brilliant, brilliantly made so I just not every film needs to follow the formula yeah mm-hmm. so uh, general audiences please <laughs> be more no, open minded no, no, no but then they become one of us we don't want the riff raff uh, among yeah, our clique I guess so we'll just be able to sit there and yeah. sniff at them <laughs> well that's what they like yeah. <laughs> well we have an espresso and, and a yeah. cigarette yes. and you just see, well, well, a blowing cigarette their face <laughs> yeah, and they're just blowing their face what do you mean we can't smoke uh, we're, we're so sophisticated yeah oh please we spotted the undertone yeah the we are we are frustrated filmmakers that haven't made we're it we're not yet. frustrated <laughs> We're very active and no, I know. happy filmmakers. Yeah. No, but that's that's really the situation. No, I'm not, I am that. not frustrated at all. Okay. But I'm just saying that that's the typical type of person who would be like snobbish. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, that's what they always feel say like, about yeah. the critics. <laughs> In fact, that's how I do feel an awful lot of critics when you're, because they're so snide. Sometimes yeah. you just say they're just jealous. That they're yeah, not to make films. So we're not like that at all. Well, some of them I don't think are like. Well, no, that no, I don't think because all you kind of need them, don't you? Oh yeah, you do. But I mean, it used to be certainly a lot more of the more recent critics they're all about saying how witty and showing off how witty and clever they are in their reviews rather yeah. than reviewing them unlike us yeah where we just <laughs> we are not shy. clever at all <laughs> yeah the Podge and Raj of radio of <laughs> podcasting yeah bet well, you haven't watched Podge and Raj yet no no of course not well I've seen clips of it on Instagram and oh social it. media <laughs> Yeah, who needs television, my father? I must put I my play up on Instagram. I did because they're very um, 
vulgar. Yeah, and honest about it. Like, they'll, <laughs> they'll say it. Yeah. Which I thought was brilliant. I'll show you what, what I saw later on. So just back to the film. Yes. Um. Yeah, I really, really, really Have you seen it. other films by Steve McQueen? I'm sure you, you must have. Well, yeah, I've actually... He has been on Desert Island Discs. Oh, oh, I think I did hear that one. Yeah, he's very good on it. I saw Ten Years a Slave, Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> I saw Ten. Ten Years a Slave, the cut version. Yeah, <laughs> two years shorter. <laughs> that poor man yeah. there in the past. And I did twelve years, and you can't even remember the title. No, it's just it's twelve. I know it's twelve. It came out ten. I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna start crying now. Um, and I think he's brilliant, and I think he's such an intelligent person, and. What was the other film he made? And he Shame. was no, um, hunger. No, it was That's another it. one. Like, uh, is it really that? Oh, then he yeah, was talking about another one, and he was just saying how he, he's not like. I'm sorry, but I have to mention he's not like Michael Bay. He's not just a, a manufacturer Genre. of films. If you get me, yeah. He just he chooses them, you know, with stories that actually have touched him if you get me yeah so Which I think is basically the way ideal directors yeah would be. and I think he's brilliant and he's such an intelligent person and I just I love him and, and if you and if you have a chance do listen to Desert and Discs with him yeah. talking because his choices are very interesting okay anyway, there's two recommendations for people there I should be paid <laughs> Desert Island Discs yeah. and me <laughs> I think you're likely to get paid by Desert Island Discs to be <laughs> honest okay uh, so we leave it there give marks out of 10 um, I will give it in 8.5 because it okay. was good and I would watch it again if it's on TV I'd probably watch it again yeah I'll give it 3.5 and, and I would stars. say yeah 3.5 stars out of 5 and I would say there's a possibility of a sequel I would I watch say that. Steve I would. McQueen's doing, but I'd say it's setting up almost a franchise yeah. where it's going because I think like the original series was there was only six episodes, and I don't know whether that was this story condensed into six episodes, or whether it was meant to be an ongoing series. But I know it was big enough at the time, and the writer was Linda Laplante, who went on to do Prime Suspect. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's done a lot of like she's a very famous screenwriter, mm-hmm. um, but that would have been pretty much what launched her. Yeah, I do so, actually. If it became a series again. I'd love to see I the original yeah. series. I'd love to go back and see the 1983 yeah. one. Because obviously it's a British setting. It's a completely different thing. Is it? Oh, it's, a, it's an ITV programme. I didn't know that. So it would be very interesting Oh, British to see. people. I love them so much. So much that you keep imitating them. Hey, British people. Yes. Yes. Head. <laughs> <laughs> and who do you sound like? I don't know. Tahani. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a lovely coincidence because that's what we're going to talk about next time. Yes. We're going to finally review the In five minutes, really. That we've kept... <laughs> that we keep mentioning. So next week... Yeah. Um, because Marina's going away to America, so... Yay! And is hopefully coming I'm back. going to the good place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which is not really. It's basically... Oh, oh. Um, well... <laughs> Before you go, you, this will be coming out while you're there. <laughs> Donald Trump is going to listen to this and say, no, don't let her in. Don't let her in. Okay, I'll, I'll hold off, but in addition to you're actually across the border. Yeah, exactly. Do come back. <laughs> if they let me. I'll <laughs> they, be like... they let you out? Of yeah, course they no, I'll be out. like I'll be like Tom Hanks. Or stuck in, <laughs> yeah, the, in the air. Yeah, I really don't think Brazil is going to become a non-country. No, but I don't want to go back there. Oh, no, 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 don't blame you. Yeah. Okay, we'll leave it there. I've been Mick Jordan. Thank you for listening. And I've been Marina Gorski. <laughs> My brother, Tim. Google it. Wow.
Still Organ Orchard, eat it. <laughs>